Hello and welcome to a brand new Five Heart Podcast here on uh, Coronation and YouTube. I'm, I'm well off my game. All right, it's going to be an interesting show if I'm, I'm this uh, flat-footed coming out the gate. Uh, regardless, <laughs> uh, I'm your host, Greg Mahachko, and uh, joining me, and, and the newest member of the panel, if you will, is Minnie. Minnie, hello, welcome back. Great to see you. Hello, everybody. I see the Chatterfields out there. Justin Raji, he's my bud. I yeah. It, it almost feel like Justin's surprised every time, like to see you. Minnie, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Moonbot Seven, same. Hi. Uh, uh, the, the, uh, there's no. This isn't me being jealous. This is just me. Like eventually, oh, that that it, it wears off. You know, it's like, because I w- I was one of them. <laughs> you know. It's true. I still am in in a lot of the YouTube channels I watch. So we hang you, out a lot. <laughs> you you have risen uh, uh, beyond the. I don't. There's no way that I can clean that up and make it at all nice. Um, y- you all might be noticing who's not with oh, us tonight. Look. Oh, Aaron. Thanks, Aaron, Aaron uh, one of our very own writers at Coronation.com. So I actually paid him to say that. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Aaron does a great job, uh, specifically, uh, with baseball coverage. So, um, be, we'll be hearing and talking more with Aaron in the spring. Um, Moonbot seven says that you are a true fan insider. Yeah. And I mean, the the real fun part is that we're all fans. Like, you know, nobody, none of us has, I guess John would probably be the only one who at one point had special access. Um, but you know, after, after Minnesota, in, in 2021, that, that kind of went away. So, <laughs> um, but uh, John is not here with us. He gave us uh, that heads up, uh, likely to not see him. Uh, his daughter is in town from uh, San Diego for one more day. Mm-hmm. They She leaves tomorrow. So uh, John said uh, probably not going to be here tonight, and, and at least so far in the early minutes he's not. In, and that's fine. I'm a big believer, Minis. I'm sure you are family first. So Absolutely. I think Which that's great that he gets to spend time with his his kids. He has a son and a daughter, right? Two two sons and a daughter. Okay. Uh, one of the sons is is nicknamed Rotten Son, as I'm sure you know, because he chose to go to Minnesota instead of Nebraska. So okay. Um, well, Roger's asking already. Uh, so let's crack the cold one. And tonight, you know what? I I came prepared, Roger and Fred, when he's around. And tonight, I'm drinking. Great Lakes Brewery's Christmas Ale. Ooh. And here, here's another image for fun. Uh, so Christmas Ale is 7.5% alcohol by volume. It's 30 IBUs. I don't know, Minnie, how much beer you drink. Um, no. <laughs> I I don't drink beer. I okay. In fact, I've never drank a beer. Not that I have anything against. I know, right? What's wrong with me? I've tried. I just like coffee. You know, certain people can drink coffee. Mm-hmm. Same thing with beer. Certain people can drink beer. I've tried. I've tried all kinds. I know. Sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, this is personally <laughs> offensive to I'm Murph gonna, Dog Brewing Company because obviously they are in the business of brewing beer. <laughs> I'm going to get thrown out. No. <laughs> I better watch it. <laughs> um, yeah, they, they make a coffee beer. Okay. Uh, Do you make a tea beer? I, I'm a tea drinker. <laughs> well, you probably make a tea tea beer, right? Well, John doesn't drink it all anymore, so you're fine. I'm okay. 
I do drink, just not beer and not hard alcohol. So. Wine, I guess wine's the only thing that's left. Yeah. Yes. You have a wine cellar? No, no. But um, so I just like wine spritzers, you know, a light little drink, especially in the heat. So you drink wine clothes, don't you? No, I don't. Okay. Good. I'm not I'm not into fad stuff. <laughs> but somebody mentioned my my print back here. I did see that. Let me see if I can't uh, find that again. There it is. Roger says, love the Nebraska print. That is very, it's subtle. Thank you. It's artistic. So it, it's hanging up in my house and I have a lot of color and I love art and I wanted something that was like, could stay up. So I found that and I just fell in love with it. I, I'm a big fan. Obviously it's Thank Nebraska. You. I um, we're gonna get there, but I trust you had a nice Christmas. Oh yeah, it, it got very Christmas. cold in Arizona, I'm sure. No, no. Well, actually, I think right before Christmas, it was colder in Phoenix than it was in Lincoln. It was like I remember you said that in Slack. Fifty-two I think. degrees. I know it was fifty-two degrees here in Phoenix and fifty-four in Lincoln. But then you guys got, I mean, they got snow, so. Yeah, we I had a little dusting this morning uh, uh, here in Illinois. Uh, let's see. Going back to your question about a tea beer, uh, Murph Dog Brewing Company says tea, hop water, we call that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I Am Bat Dad uh, recognizes you and says, always see you comment. Um, uh-huh. And, yeah, I Am Bat Dad, if you weren't here a couple weeks ago when we officially brought her on, uh she got a promotion from from they commenter. Me. Yeah, um, and hopefully we can just afford. You know, if if your salary demands get too outrageous, I don't know what's going to happen. So, <laughs> uh, let's see here. So you had a nice Christmas. Um, I this I actually got this for Christmas. Um, nice. It for those of you who are just listening to this and not watching uh, on YouTube live or or on the recorded it's a just a nebraska football hoodie uh i got it from my niece and nephew the same niece who was giving me shit over the volleyball national championship like i think i mean obviously she knows i'm a nebraska fan and she says yeah "Yeah, nebraska just they stunk and and they just didn't didn't want to win and and you just i was like are you a, are you a Texas fan? She's like, yeah. I said, if if any other team would have, you know, what bandwagon would you have jumped on just to to heat piles of crap on your uncle? Everybody does that. All of my family d- does the same thing. They just like Google, okay, who is Nebraska's worst enemy? And they're like, all of a sudden, now they're fans. <laughs> right. And and then did you see the? And I don't have the image uh, here to share, but it was uh, some uh, some. Twitter account or X account, I guess. Uh, and they had map of the, you know, United States. And they said, this state is polling for this school in the, in the college football playoffs. And they had Nebraska polling for Texas and everybody worked there. So it's like, well, that's not accurate. That's nowhere near accurate. You know, <laughs> it's true. I heard something the other day that Nebraska was like number five in ratings for TV, Nebraska. Number five. 
pretty big yeah. for college. College. I, and I, I mean, the thing is, so I, I live near St. Louis, but you know, St. Louis doesn't have a, a college team. You know, I mean, they have St. Louis University, but that's more basketball uh, and soccer. Um, you know, but I've kind of stuck in between Mizzou and Illinois, and like downstate. Like I always said that the reason I was so easy to mold when I got to Shadron 20 years ago is because nobody downstate really cares about the Illini. And I wasn't far enough in, you know, close enough or into Missouri to care about the Tigers. So I was pretty malleable. And, and uh, you know, again, they brought me on. I can't say I was a bandwagon jumper because I officially, I guess, became a fan in like, oh, <laughs> you know, uh, when it was not. Uh, uh, cool or fun to be a a Husker. Wow. The uh, the the highs were behind us at that point. Um, so <laughs> we we kept hoping though. Yeah, it was you know I I met and interviewed Bill Callahan. Um, on oh my gosh, Husker! Uh, someone in the Chatterfield uh, comment section might be able to help. It was uh, like a Husker caravan or. Or something like that. Uh, he came out. I think it was Jim Rose at the time. Came out all the way out to Shattering, and I asked him point blank because there was a kid from forty minutes away in state mm-hmm. who signed a scholarship on signing day to play at Iowa State. Now this was still the Big Twelve days, and I asked him. I said, "What's what's the plan to keep uh, in state guys from going going uh, to other other schools?" And I don't remember. He's like, "Oh, we're we're just gonna go for the best kids," you know, something like that. So, uh, oh, cool. Uh, you know, so it was just, it, if there's a picture somewhere out there, I, I, I probably got it three by five or something like that of me holding a old fashioned microphone up to Bill Callahan's face. Oh, um, that is so cool. And I just it's remember part of history. It it's, it, it's not the history that anybody wants to remember. <laughs> it will be when we're winning again, everyone will be like, remember when we were so bad all those years? <laughs> well, it, it's a serious question now that, you know, I hadn't thought about this. We, you know, last year, or I should say last year, was still 2023, but this past football season, you know, we welcomed back Frank Solich for the first time and oh, it helped that he had retired so from, I he had retired that. from Ohio. So, you know, the, the right. timing was right. Um, and there has been since his um, uh, demise, I suppose, uh, just over a year ago, like can Fro- Scott Frost ever come back? But it makes you wonder, is there ever going to be a time when, uh, like Bill Callahan's going to come back for uh not so much an alumni, but uh, Hey, it's been 20 years or 25 years. I mean, it's already going to be 20 years very soon, but you know, 25 years since you were here and, or, you know, uh, Bo Pelini appreciation day or, you know, some, I, I don't know. If what, anyone what? can, if anyone can make it happen, it's Matt roll. I mean, he seems to like want to, bring the whole family together and let's all just hug it out. You know, he'll, he'll bring, watch, you watch. A, a great mender of fences. You think he is, I think, I think he strives for that. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I, I don't disagree. There's something about his personality. that just, you know, um, he's very, and I don't mean this in, in like any negative or directory, but, uh, or, or cynical. Um, but, to me, Matt Rule is very much a can't we all just get along type of guy. You know, <laughs> can't we all just get along and win some football by guy? So 
I'm just imagining that. I can't, I can't get the image of him out of my head with those wonderful pep talks. You know, what is it? My favorite one is, if we, if we die, die, we die. We die. I mean, <laughs> I actually play that for my daughters when they're going to their chair competitions, when they're going to their soccer games, because it gets them hyped up. How can it not? Do uh, by the way, Roger Moore with the ambassador rule, uh, which I don't, I don't disagree. That's a great, uh, mm-hmm. great title. And Fred says, uh, I don't think we'll ever see Billy C or Bo Appreciation Day. Those guys aren't tied to Nebraska <laughs> like Frank was. Uh, two aloof oh. pricks. <laughs> um, wow. <laughs> but many, are you familiar with what I call and and right or wrong for the last fifteen or more years uh, called the Husker Prayer? Um. No. What is it? Uh, so they're they're old, like locker room videos, uh, and I think. Oh yes, I have. Yes, where like they the, all, the, the guys always pray it. Yeah, is that what you're? Mm-hmm. Okay, yes, yes. I and they they pray it every year. Right, and 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 some captain or some leader steps up and is that is mm-hmm. that that leader? That's a great like hype, uh, you know, moment. That's true. That you just, just gave you just gave me goosebumps. <laughs> that is true. That is amazing. I that would be a great one to to play for the girls uh, on oh. the way to soccer and cheer. I love that. Aaron gets <laughs> Get it. them all hyped up. day by day. Yes. I I when I hear that, I want to run through a brick wall. Like whatever you say. Yeah. I think one of the first ones that I, I remember hearing might have been like Prince of Mukamara uh, was was leading it, or, you know, something like that, or or um, uh, you know, just one of those one of those guys who we don't hear enough of anymore. Like not to say that we've forgotten. It's just you know, time. They they were great when yes. they were here, and and even Prince didn't have a bad NFL career. Um, but uh, you know, it's just ooh, what sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, but the chat does this. They like interrupt while we're talking. They they do. Roger Moore said, I cannot wait until CU tries to walk on the end next year. Might have 70,000 people coming out of the stands to Can <laughs> push you <them> even? <laughs> what? That would get ugly in a hurry, I feel. Um, we're a pretty... <laughs> I don't want to say docile, but pretty subdued fan base until, um, you know, until we, uh, you know, start feeling offended and and then it's all fair game. Um, It's true. It's true. Fred Sacco says, I love when Prince uh, did when doves cry before a game. That's a, that's that's a a different Prince, Fred. (laughs) Uh, And Aaron, Aaron's here and says, good evening, everyone. Good evening, Aaron. Thank you for uh, joining us. Um, let's see. Fred, Fred following up or piggybacking on Roger's comments. Uh, um, Fred says, if they try to walk on the end, I think Dion's last toes will leave him in the dust. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Aaron, Aaron found the word I was looking for. Aaron Ken, that is. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. We are reserved. Yeah, not docile, reserved. We are yeah. a reserved fan base. We have class. That's why. Although other fan bases may not. 
I, uh, in particular, the ones that are in and around Colorado. Boulder area, yeah. <laughs> Boulder area. I do feel like we lose a little bit of class when we say that we've got class. Okay, you know? but it's just us. <laughs> it's Can hashtag just- humble brag. <laughs> <laughs> um, Aaron Rostovsky, we got a differentiate now we got more than one Aaron says rule seems to always have a different homegrown Nebraska kid do the prayer on the videos we saw of the pregame I love it I love it and Aaron too no offense uh to Aaron says I live in Colorado and it is unbearable it's unbearable (laughs) (laughs) um so we've established that overall Colorado is just horrible um beautiful state Visit gorgeous, leave. you know, don't Beautiful spend a whole skiing. lot of money. Yes. Skiing. Oh yeah. I, I'd break an ankle. Oh, gorgeous skiing. I've, I've heard of a magical land since you live in Arizona. Yes. I've heard of a magical land in Arizona where you can ski and it's like an hour and a half or so from like what, what my buddy Josh and I used to always say is, man, we need to move or retire something in this community in Arizona called Prescott because that's where I grew up. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> <That's odd. laughs> um, uh, very, <laughs> but it, you know, as, as we got to talk, it's like, it's an hour and a half from the mountains. It's like an hour mm-hmm. and a half from a beach of some sort. It's, 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 not, an, it's not an hour and a half from a beach. <laughs> okay. But uh, a four and a four and a half hours. That's a lot. That's a lot longer than an hour. It is. It is. Yeah. But no, I mean, I think Prescott was named like one of the top places to live back in the eighties and nineties because it had, you know, all four seasons and Mm. just, it was kind of small town. Like, I mean, that's, that's why I, that's another reason why I love Lincoln so much. Lincoln is like this preserved part of America. Like when you go there, it's just like, it's like apple pie. It's so wonderful. It's just like what I grew up with in Prescott. So I've been saying it wrong apparently all these years too. I was, I was Prescott. That's when that's cause how, that's how we know that you're not from there. <laughs> <laughs> so, so now that I know I can walk around and be like, Prescott's pretty nice. They're like, Hey, you're a local. Like somebody smarter than me. Oh, uh, yeah. There you go. Brian says uh, you can find sand an hour from Prescott, just no ocean. Well played. <laughs> <laughs> and Fred's giving me the business. Says, "Geez, Greg, are you planning to move the chains in Arizona?" Oh. <laughs> 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 I am. Not. It's supposed. It's supposed to be fun. I love high school football games. I live right next near a high school, and I love like you know. I'm not get. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing weird. Okay. Are, are you allowed? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately the the school I live close to is not very good. But I love the Friday nights, you know, with the lights and the kids and the parents and it's just so great. It was and you know, I've shared the story, but that's how I got into radio. You know, I got into Shadron. Uh somebody mentioned Shadron here because the uh uh Ralphie uh, from Colorado, it, the the bison is uh, yeah. from Shadron, uh, and is homesick, which is great. Roger, thank you uh, for that. Um, but I got less than two weeks from getting into 
Shadron, I was driving to Torrington, Wyoming to do my first high school football broadcast. And for me, there, there's nothing. Where's, where's that? What's that close to? What Shadron or Torrington? Torrington. Uh, nothing. Okay. I, I mean, that's pretty much Wyoming. So, yeah. Uh, let's see here. There's a Holiday Inn Express. Is that, I mean. <laughs> I think they have more than one Holiday Inn Express in Wyoming. You, you'd be surprised. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's not too far from the, the border, honestly. Uh, it's okay. a lot closer to Scott's Bluff than it is to anything worthwhile in Wyoming, which is saying something because there's not a whole lot that's worthwhile okay. in Wyoming. So, um, but from you know i that that's that was by far my favorite part of my time in radio was friday night football games or if yeah. i was fortunate enough some some afternoon playoff games something like that so i i hear I, so I understand fun. what you're saying so, it's so fun um i have really great memories um so i actually live now in the city where i was born and there's three high schools there's belleville east belleville west and altoff catholic and my dad went to Belleville West more years ago than now than he'd want me to say on the internet. So sometimes we'd come out to like the big rival, big East West rivalry game at, uh, you know, I just, I got great memories of, of some of that, you know, of course, when you're eight, nine, 10 years old, the high school kids look like monsters. Oh you know? yeah. Now at my age, they, you know, a couple of them still are pretty good size, but they look like kids like they haven't shaved yet. So. <laughs> uh why am i picking on wyoming, wyoming? I, know. I, I wyoming is cool wyoming. wyoming's beautiful mm. and wyoming has a ton of money so just a ton cool. as a state um yep holiday inn and casey's i don't know if casey's pizza is all the way out in wyoming fred that'd be an inter- mm. interesting one but uh so we have done a great job of killing time so far man <laughs> <laughs> I know we haven't got very far. We haven't, but that's all right. Um, let's see here. Moonbot Seven says Saratoga, Wyoming is amazing. Plus, one of my favorite authors is from there and writes the Joe Pickett novels based out of there. Excellent. Ooh. I don't know what those novels are. Many. <laughs> like, I pride myself on reading a little bit, but uh, <laughs> speaking of books, oh, everybody, have you have you heard about? This book here by John Johnston. I don't know if you're familiar with him, uh, but the book is called Ben Dead, Never Been to Europe, and you can get it on Amazon, and it tells all about uh, the the happenings around his Widowmaker heart attack and uh, the recovery, and it's really a terrific read. And uh, you'll be supporting someone you know and love. So now, go check it out. I, I, I've always wondered about that book. I haven't read it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, is, is the title based off of a Three Dog Night song? I don't, you know, the one so. that says I've never been to Spain, but I've been to Oklahoma. No, I think <laughs> what it is, is, uh, um, is, is he was lamenting the fact that he died okay. before he'd ever been to Europe. So, <laughs> okay. Uh, Justin says we need to send John to Europe. Um, I can't afford that. I can't afford to send myself <laughs> to Europe. Um, Fred says the best high school football memory watching a Retzloff drill 45 yard field goal and a driving snowstorm to beat my team. I cheered and cheered wow. and our fans threw snowballs at me. That's yeah. not. Uh, Branson Chab for $4.99. A super chat says Colorado, oh, 
definitely has some wild people, but not all of us are like that. There are plenty of fantastic buffs who are pleasantly passionate. There are. I absolutely know that there are. But for the you're just so outnumbered. <laughs> you need to spread the word then that you can be pleasantly passionate and not throw bags of urine on people. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Brent. Uh, what is a John Johnston? Aaron wants to know, and many, I think it'd be best suited if you answered that question. What is uh, a John Johnston? What is a John Johnston? He is our wonderful co-host who's not here, who uh, shared the screen with Santa last week. And um, he's known for a couple of bathroom videos, as well as the catchphrase, um, there is no hope. <laughs> uh, what does it say? There is what, no what hope. Is it? F everything, go big red, and we're trying to get him to change it. So, because maybe there is hope. come up, maybe we can come up with a new catchphrase tonight for John. That'd be fun. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna save that one. That's a good one. Uh, we actually, I have so far two, uh, now one starred comment because everything's just going so well. Um, Fred says. A John Johnston is what you get when you combine Rick Sanchez and the dirty writing on Sidetrack's bathroom wall. <laughs> and Brian Bauer says John probably uses a bidet and covers his shower needs with that. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> Brian, Brian coming, you know, sw swinging hard on when, when John's not here to laugh yeah, at himself. Yeah, poor John. So, uh, one of the ideas that I had since last week we did Christmas wish list for our, our beloved Nebraska Huskers yes. uh, across the board from in any sport. I thought this year, what if we did some personal like resolutions that are strictly related to Nebraska sports? For oh. example, like maybe not wishing injury on the starting quarterback so that we can have him removed uh, uh, politely and seeing a backup type of thing. I do we really. I mean, there are a lot of people who, who you know, were in a manner of, I, yeah. I just don't think that that's realistic for a fan. I mean, you kind of want nobody to really get hurt too bad. You just don't want them, you know, playing to have anymore. a great week. <laughs> to have a great week or to, you know, be able to play for some strange reason. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. I'm I'm starring a lot of comments here. Um, oh, well. uh, there we go. Fred says my Huskers New Year's resolution is to throw 20% less chairs next fall. I like Melissa's catchphrase. Uh, 9:27. Oh, I think I got it. For for John? Yes. Yes. He needs, uh, to, he needs to like do this. Isn't that like, you know, <laughs> where they put their hand in their, their robe like that? No. So I, I think Napoleon, like Napoleon Bonaparte used to like put his hand in his shirt <laughs> or like an inner pocket inside his, his, his jacket or something. I don't know. I'm not saying John's like anybody. Napoleon Bonaparte, but I think that would be really funny across his heart. Okay. 
his five heart. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, because Aaron says the poor John, uh, he's going to come to the next dream of obscenities blazing. Um, <laughs> so, but you're right. In order to describe John, you you can't describe John without mentioning the robe. So thank you, Melissa. Um, and oh, we already mentioned that before. That was an accidental one. Um, Branson says uh, it's too bad. John isn't here to talk about the circle jerks and his other favorite bands. <laughs> <laughs> somebody was paying attention <laughs> uh yeah we've had a a, a wild couple of uh, weeks with with john and his rants and his selective wording his moist jerky <laughs> yeah, that's right. which by the way um as i mentioned i did bring uh for christmas my nephew uh the eight packs Aww. of the pipeline jerky and uh despite the fact that we had just eaten Moments before getting into presents, like my brother-in-law yeah. and my nephew tore into some of that uh, honey barbecue pork jerky. Aww. Really enjoyed it. I was like, I did something right. So Good going. Uh, let's see. Uh, Fred says our former uh, head coach screen name on Tinder was Napoleon Bone Ape Part. <laughs> and Aaron says John is like Napoleon Dynamite, though. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> that kid was awkward. John, I think, has his stuff together. So, um so Fred's not gonna Fred Fred's vowing to throw 20% less chairs. Um many <laughs> I don't mean to put you on the spot, but 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 I'm gonna put you on the spot. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> is there is there something that you okay. I, I will work towards? I will try not to dissect every play no I, I i i that's not something i can work towards <laughs> i watch the games the first time and it's like while i'm watching usually i'm at home while i'm watching at home i am so nervous i can't sit still so i get up and i start cleaning the room that i'm in it's ridiculous and like I, I, oh, it's so bad because I have so much anxiety. I think mm -hmm. it's normal, right? We all get anxiety while we're watching. And then, so I watch it again, usually that same night, unless it was a horrible loss, then I try and sleep it off and then watch it the next day. But then I'll watch it the ne next day and the next day to dissect it. In fact, I want, I really wanted to ask people, especially our chatter field here, what kind of television do you guys watch the games on because mine drives me crazy when I pause it there's so much stuff that comes up on the screen that I can't figure out <laughs> thank you <laughs> yes Moonbot 7 is 100% the same just start walking around and pretending to clean there you go I, that's um, what I, it's the only thing I can think of to do uh, meanwhile Fred says many will vow to not sign up for any more officiating crews <laughs> Learn her lesson. <laughs> At least I won't tell you guys about it. <laughs> uh, I mean, really, honesty is the best policy around here. It all all comes out. Um, TFT's checking in. Uh, says, "Where's that Santa Claus guy? He owes yeah. me for the running back and wide yes. receiver." Since he's mentioning it, and since we talked about it a little in our our show prep, everybody get off our backs about that. Um, Minnie has some encouraging news. Right. We have a four-star 
uh, wide receiver from Oregon coming January 5th, right? Dante Dowdell. Running back. Oh, running back. Thank you. Then we also have, there he is. There he is. Um, so he uh, spent his first year at Oregon and um, didn't see a whole lot of playing time. But so he's looking to transfer because I think they have two um, returning running backs there. He's six foot two and like 205 pounds. So if I may, so he, yeah, uh, you're right. Former four star. Uh, mm-hmm. spent one season in Eugene, had 17 carries for 90 yards and a touchdown, 6'2", 215, like you said, with three years eligibility remaining, and he yes. was a top 10 running back in the class of 23. So, Yeah, that's that's pretty good. And then we also have a wide receiver from Wake Forest, as Fred pointed out, um, Jamal Banks is his name, I believe. Yes. Right? Does he have two years left? Uh, to play trying to determine that exactly melissa melissa's from wake my niece just graduated from wake forest yay ah there we go i couldn't too much going on at once um yes fred the wake forest wide receiver um and I'm trying to figure out, see, uh, in his first two seasons, so he's played three years, I believe. Um, okay. But he started in 2020, right? I'm trying to find. Two seasons Two seasons to play one. Okay. So, um, played 44 career games. It, this year alone, he had 59 catches for 653 yards and four touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, he has already visited Minnesota, Notre Dame, and Purdue, and is also visiting Michigan in January. So, Wow. Wow. Um, and I didn't see this. That, I'm not surprised, but I didn't see that Marcus Washington announced uh, he's entering the draft. Oh, yeah. I, I kind of assumed he would. After the injury in Illinois. So. Yeah. Um, and Melissa here is, uh, mentioning the quarterback from Blair. Uh, that is Bodie Sukup, uh, who is a, going to walk on 2024. So not a scholarship, uh, <laughs> but we'll walk on. And they're, Roger. they're with the walk-ons. They're basically kind of giving them financial incentives. In, in the Anyways. 21st century, you know, anything's, mm-hmm. anything's possible. Uh, so Roger Moore says uh, Heiner Carberg will be starting in what position next year? I don't know if he's going to be starting, but I know he's going to be in the quarterback room. Um, and he had this to say, courtesy of, I believe, Brian uh, Christofferson said, uh, I don't have the exact uh, audio to listen, but says, I'm glad both of them are coming in, meaning Kalen and Riola. Uh, now it's three scholarship quarterbacks. Two of them are freshmen. I'm the old head, which is funny. Shoot, I can't even go on O Street. I'm not 21 yet. So, uh, is uh, he not the best? I think the kid's He's, all class. I really do. He is. Um, 
Now, Fred says that uh, Washington going to the draft is misguided. I, hmm. I, I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't. We, we weren't in the room when, where it happened, so to speak, right? I mean, not the song, <laughs> um, but you almost have to think. Could he have? I think there was more uh, meat on the bone for him at Nebraska. I really do, and especially after the injury that he had early in this season, um, you know, it'd been nice to to see what he could do with a more stability at quarterback position. I suppose. Um, you know, be it be it Harburg or realistically, you know, Dylan Riola coming in. So I I don't know. Um, maybe he also saw we got Jaden Lloyd, Malachi Coleman, uh, ICG or IGC, you, whichever. You know, well, maybe maybe the numbers just weren't on his side. I don't know. Marcus Washington was a senior, right? I believe so. Yeah. So I don't know if he had any eligibility left. Uh. Fred says, uh, injury prone in college and not much production. What will he do in the NFL? Make a practice um, squad, then get cut. Okay. I see what you're saying. Um, so, I mean, you know, what, what, what's he going to do? Say, all right, um, there's a go, there goes my dream, you know, and, and I'm just, there's always the you XFL, to- you know. <laughs> well, and, and I say that, you know, tongue in cheek, but guys, you know, XFL <clears throat> guys are getting signed left and right these late in the year. You know, I'm a I'm a St. Louis Battlehawks yeah. fan, and you know so, some Battlehawks guys are getting signed by, you know, Seattle, Pittsburgh. I mean, I, I'm I follow them on social media or follow the team on on Facebook. So it's like there's another one, you know. So teams are looking for somebody to step in late in the season when yeah. other guys are worn down or hurt, you know, and they need roster numbers. So why not, you know, get uh, take a shot. You know, DeMorne Pearsonell back in the other iteration of the XFL back in 2020 uh, was in St. Louis. I mean, you got to you got to take whatever opportunities you want if you want to keep trying to play football. I guess what I'm saying. Didn't Adrian Martinez go into the XFL, too? Uh, I think he got signed to the USFL, I believe. Okay. Um, So. Let's see. MK, great question here. How are we looking at long snapper? Always taken for granted until there's a problem. I think we'll find one. Only only Nebraska fans worry about the long snapper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But again, it's it's I've said this I think last week. It's if you're if you're a good, consistent long snapper, you can turn that into a mighty good NFL long NFL career. So yeah, I am bat dad. Correct. Uh, USFL and XFL are merging. Uh, oh. A Mart uh, to the USFL a team in Alabama. I think it's Birmingham. Maybe okay. I'm not. Don't don't hold me to that. Um, so. Yeah. See. No. I I wish them all the luck. I I love seeing our players that have been committed to Nebraska declare for the NFL and just you know go for it. We wish them all the best. We were talking when um, one of our newbies asked what a John Johnston is, and you mentioned mm-hmm. famous for the, a slogan. Uh, Monica's here tonight and says that John has a new shirt for the store, oh. and that is that Saturdays are for hope and resilience. So Very nice. Check that out at Cobby Corn. Let me see if there's a fun. There we go. 
MerchantCopyCorn.com. I don't know about any uh, discounts this week, but uh, I, I wish I wish I could be like use promo code Mini and get fifteen percent off. But I don't think that's how that works. Everything's free on the site. <laughs> Time Kidding. out now. Kidding. How, how's John going to make money? <laughs> um. All right. Sorry, Aaron's not a newbie. I just okay. figured if you're going to ask what a John Johnston okay. is, then, you know. Um, Fred says he's sticking with the All Hope is Gone shirt. Um, Melissa wants to know how, how many guys are getting drafted from Nebraska. Didn't um, JoJo Doman just get pulled up? And he. I know. I just uh, heard something about Jojo Doman just this past week. Does anyone know? I'm looking it up right now. Uh, they released him, but that was September. Wait, that was September. Uh, signed by the Titans three weeks ago. Yeah, there you go. To the practice squad. So uh, maybe now. And then he got moved up, right? Like he's starting. Uh, I, I, the most the most recent I'm seeing is that he was signed, but that was three weeks ago. I'll take your word for it because, okay. I mean, you you got your thumb on the pulse of this a little bit more so just, than I do. Just because I read it doesn't necessarily mean it. I don't think that's how the internet works. <laughs> so, um, Ian says he did. <laughs> Thank so. you, Ian. Aaron uh, accused me of, of not recognizing sarcasm. Like it's in text. What do you expect me to do? If, if you would say to me verbally, who's that John Johnston guy, I'd be able to, you know, read but you do better. get, you do get Fred's sarcasm. Fred's been around like Fred's, Fred's a long-term commenter. The reason why is because when Fred says something serious, he actually has to preface <laughs> it with seriously. <laughs> and then, what yeah. he has to say. Right. And, and the the biggest trap that I fall into with Fred is that he will start a three or four line comment and it looks legit. And then on the back end, it just falls apart into <laughs> his typical nonsense, which is great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Fred says, I used to be a Nicolas Cage fan. Enough said. Yeah. I'm still you a Nicolas Cage fan. You did admit that. So, um, Okay, so yeah, we have Omar Omar Brown, Quentin Newsom, and um, Grant. Anthony. Anthony Grant. Yep. So we know that they're going. They've all declared, right? Or has Grant? I think he had. I mean, I don't know if he had to, but I think he was out of eligibility too, right? Mm-hmm. Hold on, this is. I need John. I, I know. You're doing a lot. I, I'm trying so hard. Um, <laughs> let's see. NFL. There we go. Yeah. Uh, five days ago, he declared. Anthony Grant okay. did. So, all right. I'm good for him. Aaron, thank you. Uh, you I am bad dad. Right. Let the, let the Chatterfields do the work for him. <laughs> um, I'm Bat Dad says, still a Nick Cage fan. Dude's a legend. Um, 
Leaving Lincoln starring Nicolas Cage. There, are you familiar with the uh, the Jim Carrey movie Yes Man? Oh yeah. Okay. I the first time I watched that, I was so surprised to see that they were in Lincoln during a football game. Uh, what? Yeah, you don't remember that? No. In the movie Yes Man. Uh, are you, know, you serious? I'm gonna have to rewatch that. So there's no. Uh, <laughs> um. The, for those of you who don't know, the movie is about he's kind of a, a horse's ass. Jim Carrey's character is, and he goes to uh, I don't know if it's, it's not like a who who's the the big uh, uh, pronounced jawline motivational speaker like Tony something. Oh yeah, Tony Robinson. Yeah, thank you. Uh, and I don't know if it's that guy or but you know it's like you got to stop being the no man and, and no, yes it man. is yeah yeah, yeah that's um, who it is and and so he does so basically anything anybody asks him he's like yeah okay let's go and somebody said uh well let's i think it might have been his you know, like in story love interest zoe deschanel like let's, let's just go on a flight like let's go on a trip and so where do you want to go first one that pops up and it was lincoln all right what are we doing Lincoln? they went to like the communication museum or something like that and they went to a, like, uh, a nebraska football game Oh my gosh. I can't believe I didn't see that. So now I have to go back and watch it with a, with a different, different lens. Um, and then I also remember, <laughs> I, uh, now James, I don't know. It, that can't be real. I feel like that's an awful lot of work to not, huh. you know, to, to make that happen. James, James Borman says Jim Carrey wasn't there. It was a green screen, but the crew was here to film game day. I, well, if he wasn't in Lincoln, he messed out. Yeah, that's his own fault. Oh, I'm going to say. Uh, because, um, mm. oh, now I'm trying to think. Uh, Tommy Lee did the reality show uh, in Lincoln 20-something years ago. Remember that? Where he was a member of the uh, Marching Huskers, the Nebraska Marching Band? No. No. Tommy Lee Jones? No, Tommy Lee, the drummer of Motley Crue. Oh, okay. He did a, he did a what? Tommy Lee goes to college <laughs> and, and it debuted August 16th, 2005, where he goes oh to enrolls, enrolls at, at UNL uh, and then attempts to join the marching band. They find out that like early mornings, obviously are not great for Tommy Lee and he, he didn't quite <laughs> ha- have the chops for it, but um, that's hilarious. So. I wonder what his ties are to Lincoln. Maybe. I think it's one of those like culture shock things, right? Like yeah, you just take, take somebody that's, uh, you know, just out of, out of their element. Just put um, them right in the middle of the Midwest. Right. You know, fly over <laughs> country or, you know, whatever. So, um, let's see. I am bat dad says I saw Tommy Lee drum at halftime. There are like, if you do a Google image search, oh. you can find like he's in, you know, the, the full garb. Uh, and I am bat dad says it was against Baylor. Pretty sure. Oh my uh, gosh, this is so cool. I can't believe you guys know all this stuff. This is so awesome. Aaron says Tommy Lee was not good at marching band. <laughs> I don't <laughs> doubt that. Uh, and James Boardman <laughs> says Tommy Lee was here. It wasn't green screen, <laughs> unlike Jim Carrey. <laughs> uh, film crew was here. Perlman was an ass. So I do remember uh, Perlman being very Perlman-esque in that show. So, um, And then... Uh, Fred's yelling at James, telling him not to wreck my story. What's next? There's no sound. Like, dude, 
<laughs> I can't I can't read all these comments out loud. Can't okay. say that. Jeez. All right. So we've talked about uh, the two uh, transfer portal, you know, re- running back and receiver who are making the traps, uh, traps, treks to Lincoln uh, here in the next few weeks to check out uh, the school. Uh, look, top, top. I don't care that uh, Dante Dowdle only has 17 carries, uh, you know, in, in his college career. That is a frame that can he be was a freshman. Yeah, yeah a freshman, he was a freshman. You know, and and again, not not a not a ton of opportunity, but the, the, also the reason he's leaving, I'm pretty sure, is because he sees how busy that running back room is. You yeah, know, you're right. now you're right. What I, what I like though is that he's coming to a room that's going to have a lot of competition. You know, we have Emma Johnson, uh, Gabe Irvin Jr. Uh, yeah. I think I think Ramir Johnson still has eligibility. God bless the yeah. kid. Um, you know, so I, I just. I'm I'm just taking all these, you know, one step at a time, you know, kind of like signing day. First they have to sign. Now they have to actually show up on campus. <laughs> you know, I, Melissa's a diehard. Look at her. She's like, they wasted his freshman year. <laughs> yeah. Because I think he only played in one game, two games. No, he had to play in more than four, obviously. Right. Yeah. I love it. Let's see. Uh, Fred says Perlman was a green screen. Uh, Easter Bunny's fake. Stop. Stop it, guys. Guys. Next thing you know, no, no, I'm not going to say that. 17 plays. Yeah. Fred says, next thing we'll know, WWF is fixed. That's that's not even. I like I Am Bad Dad getting us back on topic here. If he can stay healthy, running back should be fine this next season. That has been our uh, Achilles heel. I feel bad saying that because I'm pretty sure we've had some Achilles injuries. <laughs> <laughs> we, oh, I know, but I, um, we need I, to stay healthy. We do. Um, and, and I'd really like our quarterback to stay healthy, especially knowing who it's most likely to be. Um, it, it, you know, I know John made this comment, uh, and, and you were right there last week as well, Minnie, is that, hey, we have two elite 11 quarterbacks. When's the last time that happened? You know. I know we're so we are so fortunate and these guys are bright they are so quick they're and they're both leaders i'm I, really excited about them and you know they're leaders because of the way their their contemporaries their peers rally around them you know like like mm-hmm. danny kalen was doing a lot of that peer-to-peer recruiting and dylan riola you know i don't know if he's going to pull anybody in into his orbit you know to to lincoln but uh, you just get the feeling that, that these kids are, I, I don't know, like they're, they're built a little bit different. I'm not, I don't know if that's a comment that you're reacting to. I'm not looking at it. I'm, I'm blocking yeah. it. <laughs> it's Fred's uh, last comment. All right. We'll get there. Uh, but I'm trying to, trying to get this thought out. Um, you know, they just, you, you like, even if it's all for show, right. If, if, if it's all for show, it's a hell of an act. Oh no. Um, no, there's no way it could be. I think that's what the, that's the impression that a lot of Nebraska fans got when Dylan Raiola was out. Was it uh, was it basketball last year or baseball, something like that? And it was, and, it was know, his basket, a basketball Chan, game. Chan go big red and all that stuff, you know. And then he commits to he threw, Georgia. He threw the bones. Yeah, but you know it. what? I think I think if anything, he helped 
he, even just doing that, he helped with recruiting. He helped, you know, keep Nebraska important and on the map. I mean, he's a big name in football. All right. I found it. I saw the comment, Fred. There's a toe fairy in Boulder. He steals toes off of assholes. <laughs> um, and you know, so many people wanted that guy to be our head coach. Could you imagine? That Could you imagine? Worked. That would have never worked. I mean, uh, wow. James Boardman says Bill Callahan wasn't real either. Never saw him around town. Um, let's see. I am bat dad says if Dylan lost two games at Georgia, he'd be booed off the field when eight games at Nebraska, he'll be remembered forever. And forever. And, we will and, put a statue of him. Not, not for eight games. <laughs> I mean, but I know, I know what you're saying. Um, what, what I do think is I'm not saying that Georgia's trending down, like that Georgia's peaked and that they're, you know, going to fall. Obviously they're not in the playoff this year, so they're not where they would like to be. Um, right? I do think that, Nebraska's trending up. You know, I think Nebraska's trajectory is is upward. Oh, and for sure. I think that Matt rules the guy. And if we can keep Tony White around as long as possible, if we can have the young defensive linemen continue to learn uh, under, you know, the, the veteran line, which is crazy because, like, the, the Cam Linharts didn't see much you know, field, or obviously he's a freshman. So, but like Nash Hutmacher didn't see much of the field before this year, you know, um, right. because the, the previous coaching staff brought him in, didn't develop him, didn't, didn't, you know, have a lot of faith in him. Same with Heinrich Harburg. You can say what you want about him, but, and, and, and Haas would say this kind of a lot on our, our coordination overreaction show is that Mark Whipple didn't see enough value in Heinrich Harburg. He didn't oh. even dress him, you know, for, for the, was the Iowa road game or something mm. like that, you know? So um, we, we don't say the Mark Whipple name too often on that show. It's, no. and, and when we do, it's never in, in good. Uh, um, he just, I mean, I think he sold us all a bit. He, he made us all believe that he was going to change Nebraska's offense and we were going to just be amazing. He made us believe that. And then to see that this year, how athletic Heinrich Harburg is, and he did wasn't even traveling with the team last year. They didn't even want him in meetings. I still can't get over that. I'm not going to reply to you, Fred and James. You guys know what I meant. Come on now. Um, Aaron, with, with the right heart really says if you haven't hit the like button smash that bad boy uh we appreciate it um so uh <laughs> yeah melissa's not wrong you know there were times where where i, I mean we, and we were like look going back to the minnesota game he didn't he wasn't a quarterback at that point it wasn't until we kind of got to almost emergency mode right um when we lost uh jeff sims that he came in and, and oh. for for the amount of, I don't know, like development he got, I think he performed really admirably. That's why I'm not super down on Heinrich Harburg. I just know mm-hmm. he's got he's got a lot of work ahead of him if he wants to, you know, compete for that starting spot. So I agree. Uh, let's see here. I've got some starred comments. Um, 
Aaron wants to know, how are we looking at wide receiver? Major upgrades? Yeah. I, I mean, I, we, we obviously have a young wide receiver room, and we definitely need some. It would be nice to get some seasoned um, players in there, one or two. So, yeah. We get like that Jamal Banks from Wake Forest, you know, that'd be, that a, would be good. That'd be a nice one. And again, big body receiver. Um, oh, we're already 10 over. We're already 10 over, right? Our scholarship 10? limit? Yeah. Oh, I'm not surprised at all. It's <laughs> going to, there's going to be a lot of roster management. And, and we saw, I really think, very little attrition, you know, so far since the end of the season. But I think that's going to mm-hmm. change from, you know, April to June, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. let's see. I don't think we, there's any news I, on the quarterback coach yet, just because any potential targets I think are still coaching in the NFL is my understanding on that, Melissa. Many, any, any thoughts on? No, that? sweet. No, I'm, I, I'm wondering the same exact thing, Melissa. We all are actually, right? That was like the number one thing I think besides getting, you know, a quarterback recruit, that was the number one thing that Husker fans were concerned about at the end of the season. And Mark Rule had addressed it in one of his press conferences. So I think they're definitely going to – Mark, you know who I meant, Matt Rule. Say, if I'm going to get torched for it, though, you know. I was thinking of Marcus Satterfield at the same okay. time. Sorry. All right, that's fine. I, I morphed them. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Now they're one, to, Mark. <laughs> um, I know, you know, since since the last time we got together, uh, you know, Vince Watson, who uh, says, uh, I know you and Vince always get along in the comments, said, uh, has Sims left yet? Hope he's not the backup plan for experienced quarterback. Roger says uh, Sims is gone. But that's not the only one we lost. I mean, Chubba Purdy did enter the portal in the past yes. week, too. So, um, really, it's Heinrich Harburg and two freshmen. So. Yeah. Um, now, granted, one of those freshmen may be generational talent, um, but there's they still haven't taken the snap at the collegiate level yet. So, um, right. I, right. if if the starter next, you know, September, late August, whatever, is Heinrich Harburg for a game or for a half, you know, I I don't, I don't know I don't know the plan. Let's get him in and get him coached yeah. up as quick as we can. So, yes. Uh, I mean, I, I always liked how he was – Heinrich Harburg was open to switching positions too. Yeah. He's like, I don't care. Just play I, me. I think he just wants to be a Husker, you know? Yeah. Um, well, I want to be a Husker. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's – you know, that's the thing. It, it's a uh, – uh, if you can't – what is it? If you can't be with the one you love, then love the one you're with type of thing. Um, <laughs> or, or or you got to dance with the with the – date you brought you know there, there's some idiom like that uh, date you brought i can't remember what it was um and i never had a date so it didn't really affect me <laughs> um but you know we i i want guys in lincoln who want to be in lincoln you know if if yes. you think the grass is greener someplace else you know, I, I don't I, care who you are. I'm so glad that Matt rolls of the mind of we're not taking very many, if any of these, you know, one year players 
I just, how can you call yourself a Husker if you're only here for one year? No, hold on. And I, I don't it. mean to offend anybody who's played for just one year. It's just, it's hard. You know, we, we, as fans, we like, we get into everything that about the players. So it's nice to have them around for more than that. I want to be developed. I'm, I'm, I'm reading quickly. I'm, I'm trying to figure out. Okay. Um, I think like, I guess maybe we had Levante David for two years. Um, you know, back, gosh, hard to believe that was almost 13 years ago. Cause he transferred. Well, it was there. He transferred in 2010. so almost 14 years ago, uh, to Nebraska. Levante David might be, I mean, he's, he's top five. Again, I, I could go back and cherry pick Nebraska greats, but you know, at the time that I've been a fan, Levante Davis, top five Husker for me. Um, but he was here for two years. You know, some, some of the best have been here for two years. I don't know. It, yeah. I think maybe I just, yeah. if, if there's, if there's uh, a one and done who came in, you know, from a transfer portal and was like that missing piece, you know, like they said, all we needed was a quarterback. You know, if there was that one guy who came in and helped yes. us to a national championship. Maybe you could call him Oscar forever. Yes. <laughs> well, and then Melissa just said, you know, like the one, the wide receiver from last year. So Trey Palmer. Yes. Is, yeah. And he helped a ton. Which is, I mean, I wish we had him for this year, honestly. Oh my um, gosh. Could you imagine? Now, now here's the thing. I think this might be biased or with blinders on. If you're at, Nebraska for three years, regardless of your career or, or any school, and then you go someplace else to finish out your collegiate career, then you're that. You know, like I don't think I don't think you can call yourself a Husker if you're if you're if you're leaving Nebraska to go to the NFL, or if you're leaving, you're stepping away from football altogether. Mm-hmm. I think Blaze Gunnerson comes to mind. You know, uh, yes. then you're a Husker. But if you're going to another school. For whatever reason, I don't think you get to call yourself a Husker for life anymore. So, even if it's because you don't get to play, I mean, I don't know. I don't no, know. I, that's that's the worst reason. Like, better yourself. <laughs> there used to be a time where there used to be a time when you had to compete and earn things. So, thank you, Melissa, for agreeing. True. Uh, MK says, Greg. Did you see the Creighton volleyball coaches uh, thread on tampering? I did. Did you see that many? No. What? So uh, the the uh, volleyball coach for Creighton University mm-hmm. just had just left the uh, U.S. volleyball coaches conference or convention or whatever it was. Excuse me, and came away with this ten to fifteen tweet or extra whatever long thread on there are a lot of ills in volleyball right now but the biggest ill of all is in division one and it's with tampering with players and how you know maybe the coach isn't talking to but they're getting the players to talk to other players from other schools and and uh yeah it's 
I, I don't know how rampant that actually is. I don't know if there's sour grapes involved on that. It's also Creighton, you know, so I don't care about any sour grapes from Creighton. Uh, and that's coming from like, a Catholic, but you know. It just feels like the rules are just kind of like a recommendation. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, except, I mean, I'd be shocked to find out if Nebraska's breaking rules because I feel like our coaches have such, you know, high standards. But I feel like it, it is ran, running rampant because they don't really have, I mean, if they were, like here's a for instance, Michigan's playing in a bowl game. Sorry, I just don't know how that's fair. And and their head coach is under other investigations currently. Right. So that, that has nothing to do with science, uh, science dealing, so. Uh, James Borman, by the way, this for the benefit of you, uh, if you're just listening to this, and if you are listening to this and you're not joining us live, you are missing out. But James says, Texas with the dollar sign volleyball is the best team that money could buy. So okay. don't don't disagree with that, James. Uh, and they're only getting better. Like, yeah. I, we used to talk back in, like when I was in Shattern, for example, and I talked to some of these coaches in the area. I was like, you're not rebuilding, coach. I think you're reloading. <laughs> Um, and that's what Texas <laughs> is doing. You know, they're that's exactly they're, what they're doing. They're re- replacing, you know, and and it's one of those the the Creighton coach and I can't remember her name, so I, I apologize to her, I suppose. But she said, you know, if if the team is in need of a setter, then they're using, uh, you know, like players to go out and or or they're or they're talking to like high school and and um, uh, tr- uh, UAA coaches, I think is is the. Uh, you know, amateur federation or whatever, and saying, Hey, you got any good, got a good setter? You know, what do you think? You know, that I don't know. I didn't understand all of it. I did read it. Um, but I am bat dad says for the first time ever, I'm rooting for Alabama. If sign stealing thing never happened, I'd be rooting for Michigan. Uh, same, same, uh, same exact feeling. Fred corrects me that uh, it's AAU, not whatever I said. So, um, Yep. Maybe I'm thinking of USAA, whatever. So, <laughs> um, I, you know what? As far as the college football playoff goes, um, since I hope that three out of the four teams get malaria, <laughs> uh, I guess I'll go for Washington. And I, I don't care for Washington <laughs> either. But it's a Big Ten team because you know that if Texas wins, SEC would be like SEC I team. Know. Yeah, I so. Know. Um, Back to volleyball, MK says, thought Booth laid out some concerns all sports are going to have to deal with or risk shrinking audiences. So, Okay. I did um, not see that, but I did see uh, Pat McAfee last week. He had Chip Kelly, the um, football coach for UCLA, I UCLA. believe. UCLA, yeah. And he was awesome. His ideas for, you know, the NCAA kind of revamping things. Makes perfect sense. I've I've seen Chip or Chip Kelly quotes on that in the past yeah. about how you know make make kind of make football um not so much like conference list but but separate it you know in a way that right. mo- much like Notre Dame Notre Dame has the ability to schedule yes. whoever it wants be, for football because it's it's not in a conference and then in basketball it is so make, for football. You know, just remove the conferences altogether, and and I don't know. I like it would the make idea. Perfect sense. I I really like the idea of like a super conference of like 
32, 64 teams, something like that. Your mm-hmm. power fives, but then like your crappier power five teams get relegated down to group of five and your better group of five teams can get promoted like they do in premier uh, football in, in English soccer leagues. So, yeah, uh, let's see. No, and to separate football from the universities makes perfect sense. It just does. I mean, it's... it's some, go ahead, Minnie. I, I was just going to say, some of the rules that apply should not apply to all the sports. So, like, for instance, he said, you know, we have this rivalry. Who is it with? Arizona? That Probably. they have a rivalry with, with for softball. Mm-hmm. And now they're not going to be in the same – because they're moving into the Big Ten, they're not sure. going to be in the s- same division. So it's like, oh, my gosh. I bet your softball coach is really pissed off at you guys. Well, I think I think my problem with that is that you can always con- schedule that non-conference, especially in the Southwest like that where – I mean, that's where Nebraska plays a lot of its early softball and baseball is is – you know, in the South and the Southwest, you know, California, Arizona making the loop. Like you can always schedule those games. I think what, what chaffs me a little bit is when Missouri went from the big 12 to the SEC, you lost the border war. You lost Kansas, Missouri, which had been going on for a hundred years at that point. Right. You could still find time. Like in men's basketball, Missouri and Illinois have the bragging rights game. That's been going on since I've been, you know, knee high, whatever the hell that, phrases not by the fourth of july fred uh but, <laughs> but like they always play that like a few days before christmas i think it was actually a week ago tonight um that they play bragging rights and it's always in st louis it's neutral site it's well attended from both teams um you could do border war kansas missouri at at kansas city's arrowhead stadium i mean like there are ways to make some of these things happen i just don't know if there's the flexibility or the interest from the athletic departments so that's thinking um Aaron says sarcasm here, <laughs> although contextually I could pick this one up. You mentioned English soccer, which I love, and somewhere John cursed out loud. John actually loves soccer. John coached soccer, coached his kids in soccer um, yeah. all, all through their youth. He actually loves soccer or everywhere else they call it football. Um, let's see. As far as you know, Nebraska, the, the super conferences and relegation and promotion, I am Bat Dad says we'd be group of five. I don't disagree. Uh, Fred says, God, don't get us relegated to the Sun Belt. John will make five new shirts right in his past. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, it's fun because it, it always changes up those, those matchups. So um, let's see. Vince, uh, let's see. Vince says FSU wins. Michigan wins. It's all stripped for cheating. Yes. Then FSU can claim the championship to really F up the system. That's perfect. Um, let's see. Melissa says we would not be group five uh, because of our girls sports. In this instance, I am only talking football, uh, but I understand yeah, our, our, our women's sports would definitely, I mean, mm-hmm. as they have been, they'd be carrying the university. I mean, not financially, <laughs> football is always going to be that, but, you know, volleyball certainly holds its own. So uh, speak, real quick, just speaking of um, women's sports. No, we don't do know, that on the show. I'm kidding. We, I, just real quick. I'm just Promise. kidding. <laughs> um, you know, Gillen Riola has a sister. Mm-hmm. And she plays volleyball. Somewhat. She's graduated. She's, she does. She okay. plays volleyball at TCU. Sure she does. 
well, now she's in the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. And I'm just wondering, are we going to get all the Rayolas to Nebraska? Is that a possibility? Has anyone thought about that? What are her stats like? She actually is not bad. She's not bad. I, you're the you're the the looker upper. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I pass that off to you. Uh, what is her first name? Uh, Taylor, Taylor Rayola. I got it. I'm on it. Right. I like how it says on Google it says Taylor Rayola volleyball. Taylor Rayola. Mm-hmm. Dylan Rayola's. It there says brother, go. but we know it's it's wrong. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Fred wants to know if I'm going to start officiating volleyball now. <laughs> she well, went to school. She went to school right down the street from here at Scottsdale Christian. So I've been to lots and lots of volleyball games with Scottsdale Christian. But no, she'd be eligible to walk on. That's what I'm thinking. She could walk on because, yeah. Let's see here. There's got to be a place has, that has. I think. Hmm, what? I think she has two years left. <laughs> Fred wants to know. <laughs> <coughs> Minnie, what did Taylor Rayola eat for breakfast today? Yes, I love the Rayolas. <laughs> I don't know what they ate for breakfast, though. Fruity Pebbles is what Dylan likes. We do know that from his interview. Oh, my gosh. I didn't <laughs> cut. First of all, of the pe- of of the pebbles, fruity's the the lesser, like cocoa pebbles uh, by far. Uh, <laughs> tell me, I'm tell me I'm wrong, Chatterfields. Um, okay, I'll take I'll suffer your indignant cookies TCU website. Let's see, she's only six. I mean, only she's six foot. Uh, yeah, Scottsdale Christian Academy. Uh, as a senior in, in 2023, she appeared in 27 matches with 12 starts, started every match at the Coastal Carolina Tournament and the Texas A&M Invitational. Eight kills, 14 digs in TCU's 3-1 to win over North Florida, tallied seven kills in TCU's 3-zip win at Kansas State. Season best, 17 kills, 21 digs, good for her first double-double of the season in West Virginia on October 14th. Posted her second double-digit kill match of the season, finishing with 10 kills. I don't, I just don't know... Um, Made appearances in both of TCU's NCAA tournament matches. Is it good enough for John Cook's volleyball team? I don't know. I well, don't know, but I do know that Matt Rule did thank John Cook the day after the um, the national championship. Mm-hmm. And I wondered if that had anything to do with, I mean, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. Like, that's not what I normally sit around doing, but is it all a coincidence? Can't it be? Okay. <laughs> I hope not. I hope, I hope, I hope we get the whole family. That's, that's what I'm hoping. Fred says, Jesus is happy there's a Raiola whose first name doesn't start with a D. <laughs> um, let's see here. Melissa is wrong when she says Fruity Pebbles best. Uh, that's, that's just, <laughs> sorry, that's, that's horrible. Um, Fred says, haven't had cereal since I was a kid. Bacon, eggs, and whiskey for me. Um, Fred, I don't know how to tell you this, boss, but I had cereal this morning uh, <laughs> with some of my mom's homemade cinnamon rolls uh, that she gave me on Christmas. 
uh, and and those Quaker Oat Squares continue to be legit. So I I will take that cereal. It's delicious. Uh, Kent Redding says go big friggin' red, and also says nil ruined things. There's a lot of things that have yeah. quote unquote ruined college football or college athletics, but uh, the band marches on, and uh, television networks continue I mean, to give out a, a, it, a, a insane amount of money uh, obscene uh, i don't think college athletics is going anywhere many i just wanted to say it's really important though that the kids are making money because i mean the universities are making so much money and it's only fair that the kids share in it we do want the kids to just stay kids and actually you know be in college and i think you know, if you get the right head coach, that they're going to make sure that they're doing that. Uh, Minnie, I have a question. Yes. A couple weeks ago, you were in a part of the home that showed your Christmas tree uh, yes. and, and part of your living space. Uh, yes. Last couple weeks, you've been up against the wall. But what we have to know, because Fred stating as such we need to know if it's true do you have one of those charlie day conspiracy boards like this that has all your husker musings on it it's all in my it's all in my notebook (laughs) wait wait is that pink ink yeah (laughs) yeah that's on brand there's a a lot of pink in my house sorry (laughs) Oh, no, that's fine. That's fine. Um, yeah, Kent, I don't disagree with a lot of because uh, I'm old school too, Kent, you know, the, the gray hair. <laughs> um, there's no cap and no accountability. There's a lot of things going on um, that I wish were different with college athletics. Again, I'm not a big fan of the transfer portal. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm i of the mindset that when you commit to a school, you commit to a school but but i also I understand just, go ahead yes minnie i'm sorry i am for the transfer portal because <laughs> you can come out the corner it's okay i i mean everyone's entitled to their opinion even if it's wrong <laughs> i'm just saying what like for instance, Georgia, you know, they 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 won the national championship last year. So, of course, they're going to get a lot of five-star commits. But what if they hogged all the five stars, you know, and didn't play them? So these kids, they go to the school and they never get to play. At least now we get an opportunity to pick them up. So I'm, I'm happy for the transfer portal for that. Did we, we, did we talk about that last week, right? The warehousing or something of, of some of these kids? Um, oh, I like that. Warehousing. Where, where yeah. they, you know, again, they, with no intention, it was, I'm going to hoard all of these players. Yeah. And maybe we'll win a national championship and they'll get a ring, even though they never saw the field or something like that. Right. I'm going to do it. Just make sure that, that the Nebraska's or the whomever's uh, Alabama's of the, that couldn't, couldn't have them. So um, let's see here. Mm-hmm. Oh, Fred says uh, uh, in regards to your conspiracy board, it's probably behind the curtain or John's yeah. there to make a cameo right at the end. Is John secretly behind <laughs> the curtain? No. Okay. 
<laughs> he thinks thou doth protest too much. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Um, John Newell wants to ask, or wants to know is Nebraska still going to try to get a transfer quarterback? I doubt this, it. I was gonna say I don't really think you can afford it at this point. <laughs> yeah, no. I think you go all in on your five. Your, you know, we have two amazing quarterbacks coming in, and we already have a third pretty decent guy. Yes, and we have two two uh, freshmen that we never even got to see. And we never will. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. We never. Like those guys got to know. They're like, right. I'm here. I'm here for the the uh, practice squad. Um, all right, let's see here. Oh, I'm, I don't know how I missed this one, Branson. I'm so sorry. This was a long time ago. This is almost ten minutes ago. Uh, Branson Chab says for nine dollars and ninety nine cents. Uh, I'm not too wow. fond of Michigan either, but we should not presume guilt before the investigations have concluded. Honestly, I would still support them in playoffs because I'm tired of SEC favoritism. That's a good point. All I right, mean, Chatterfields, eat him alive. No, I'm kidding. But he has one good point to that comment he made. The SEC does, is favored. And so that's the only reason why I would consider supporting them. If you think about it, this college, the final college football playoff, while, you know, technically, uh, but it's really SEC versus Big Ten. Michigan, Washington against Texas, Alabama. I know. And that's probably how it's going to be moving forward. <laughs> that's make me sad to say. I just, my thing is, and we had this conversation, it, it's been a long time. Uh, I don't even know how far back, but it was take, if you had, if you had to like rebuild like a, a big eight conference, you know, like I would say, Oklahoma, Kansas, Kansas State, Nebraska, Iowa, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Missouri. Like, I wouldn't put Colorado and I wouldn't put Oklahoma State or any of the Texas schools. Now, I'm not interested enough in Iowa State, but like, that would be my, you know, it regional rivalries. I think were always so much fun. And like, yeah, Nebraska fun. fan, Nebraska fan base and Nebraska athletes, I think, are blessed because, you know, Nebraska. Nebraskans leave <laughs> kind of a lot. You know, they, they leave the state and they go they come to Arizona. They go to Arizona. Um, the, another sign that I see often at Memorial Stadium is Californians for Nebraska. Minnesota has a, a Nebraska fan uh, club or group up there. So Nebraska fans travel well, but not all of them are coming from Nebraska every week to wherever they are. They're Nebraskans who have, you know, migrated earlier on in life. So Nebraska will always, there will always be a presence of Nebraska fans, but you're going to, you know, I, I understand what, you know, we were talking about earlier about the uh, UCLA Arizona rivalry in softball and it, not everybody's going to want to make, make a trip. You know, I, do I feel bad for the West coast teams who may have to go play at Rutgers? I feel bad for anybody who's got to go to New Jersey, um, <laughs> right. but you know, it, it's, it's a, it's a big ask for a lot of these fans to, to, you know, try to do some of this travel now. So I don't know. It is. No, you're right. So, um, let's see. Fred says, I still think John is Branson Chab laundering flex bucks through super chats. Many put it on the board. <laughs> I'm on it. 
So you can make notes in a notebook and we'll, we'll see it next week. Um, let's see here. A couple others that were actual legitimate. Um, Aaron says, if we have O linemen who can block and receivers who can get open, we stay healthy. If not, well, dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Um, again, I, I like where the offensive line is headed. You know, I, love I think, it. I think they yes. made vast improvements in, mm-hmm. you know, span of, you know, a year. So um, let's, let's get more stability and consistency under their belt. Um, and let's shore up the left side. I would say, you know, left tackle probably at the most, and maybe didn't we'll get. We have, didn't we have somebody move from defense to the offensive line? Was it, was it Vincent Carroll Jackson? Yes. But I think that was a guard. I might be wrong on that. Okay. All right. Um, but and and played very admirably there in the end. But yeah. we 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 always could use top notch offensive tackles. Yeah. So um, and it seems like we're we're going after guys who are really big. Which I like, love. Grant Bricks is great, but I don't know if I want to put a freshman, a true freshman, in against a Big Ten defense. That I don't know where the, I, I don't know. Like I think. I, again, I'm not. I'm going to mess up the quote, so I apologize. I'm not, but I know Bill Parcells, you know, said. I'll be paraphrasing here. Um, talking to me, he's like, I'd much rather have that generational lineman talent rather than a generational skill position, because you'll those guys are so tough to find. You know, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not to understate it, but anybody can run and catch a pass. <laughs> you know, not everybody can do what Randy Moss or Calvin Johnson did, but you know, with, with enough training and preparation, anybody can run around, et cetera, but getting that, that um, kind of endomicon too, I know that's the defensive line, but getting that type of, of um, I'll say Joe Thomas uh, from Wisconsin years back. Um, anyway, though, you know, some of those, um, those guys, so those big bodies up front. So uh, let's see, Fred, give me heck earlier. If you can believe it. There's no crying on five heart, Greg. Damn it. There. That's my best John impression on short notice. Thank you. Um, we started uh, getting that offensive lineman from Hawaii was big too. I don't disagree. Bat dad. So that's Ben Scott's from Hawaii. Is he pro- yeah, he's from Hawaii. And um, he's friends with the Riolas. Sorry. This is not a conspiracy. This is truth. Um, so he's our center and then we got another guy coming from Hawaii and um, Donovan and Dominic both grew up in Hawaii so I love all that connection sounds like a conspiracy it's not it's not uh Ben says, when the pile of bricks gets a couple of years of weight room, they'll be just fine. Uh, offensive line don't grow overnight. I don't disagree. Uh, Melissa says, Grant Bricks from a running offense. Everyone says he'll have to learn pass block. Um, and we have oh, Aaron and Fred both said, Aaron says, uh, are we playing five degrees of Riola? Uh, Fred says, up next mini, six degrees of Riola separation. Um, and okay, James says, please. I visited Hawaii, so put that on the board, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. That's funny. 
It's gonna be the like the Kevin Bacon game. It's the Dylan Raiola game. It's it... <laughs> that's how I get my kids to listen to my stories about Nebraska football. Is I will tie it to something they're interested in. So my daughter, my oldest daughter, loves um, Patrick Mahomes. Okay. So I I was saying, hey, you, do you remember me talking to you about that quarterback that used to live here? And remember how good he is? And she goes, no. Of course, I don't expect her to remember. And then I said, well, guess what? He started um, being coached by Patrick Mahomes' coach, his quarterback coach. And then I'm telling her, you know, this whole story, how he might get signed. This was before he signed and was coming to Nebraska and yada, yada, yada. And then afterwards, she goes, Mommy, did you start off this story with Patrick Mahomes so that I would listen? (laughs) She, she's getting wise to your game. Yes. Yes. So. <laughs> well, uh, we started this episode uh, an hour ago-ish uh, with some New Year's resolutions, and Fred says he's going to work on throwing a chair 20% less of the time. Uh, mm-hmm. Roger Moore vows to be less critical of the coaching staff. We're gonna hold you to it, Roger. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna mark that one down and and see how close <laughs> we can get to to actually achieving success on that one. Uh, Aaron says my resolution is to not curse uh, the O line as much as I the woe line uh, as much as I did in 2023. Um, so there's you know we have a few resolutions. Um, That's good. More than anything, we have a lot of fun. Um, here we go. Yep, Fred says James visited Hawaii, so that makes him what Dylan's backup now. Something like that. Something like that. Again, Minnie, put it on the board, and we'll figure it out. This this is going to be Minnie after the show. <laughs> I'm telling you. Uh, so, uh, let's see here. James runs a seven four forty. Gets them in the false sense of security. Uh, does the dog need uh, dog need some tending to? Somebody just yeah, somebody just walked in, and she desperately wants them. Yeah, hold on. Oh, okay, come on. Everybody's leaving me. <laughs> Aaron says uh, to Fred here, Fred, I have a friend who has a dog named Rex Barkhead. <laughs> That's a great one. That's a great Sorry. dog name for a Husker fan, Rex Barkhead. <laughs> uh, oh. And I am bad. Bad does her to say no. She's not. She she's just happy. Her my my oldest daughter's home, and that's her favorite person. Was so. the dog shaking the butt? Like doing oh, that excited butt shaking thing? Yes, everything. Right. Everything shakes. <laughs> well. Uh, I don't know if we have many anything else that that you wanted to cover well, we didn't, this week. We just didn't really touch on any bowl games other than the, the Michigan Alabama game, but that's, that's okay. Fine. I didn't watch any. <laughs> but they're they're starting basically what Sunday, Sunday Monday. Yeah, so. the New Year's the 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 New Year six or Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, so. No, I'll pay more attention then. We'll have more to report next. There's week some on good the show. games coming. There's <laughs> at least a couple good games coming. All right. MK says, uh, I've had Hawaiian pizza. Pretty sure I could be an assistant, <laughs> assistant line coach. Uh, 
And <laughs> James says, Mike, uh, instead of Rozier, Mike Rovier would be a good dog name. <laughs> and Justin just wants to know if we can see the puppy. Oh, she's already out visiting. I have three. I have one two for English each girl. Yes, I have two English bulldogs and then one Yorkie um, who's her name's Puppy and she's 13. Nice. Yeah, That's... That, that was Puppy. <laughs> and Fred's uh, appropriating uh, my, is all you need. <laughs> my show here. Come on now. Uh, I've had the same tagline for over 350 episodes of this show now. Wow, congratulations. Uh, going all the way back to. Well, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, like 2016 yes. or something like that. So, yeah. Um, all right. Here we go. Zizach says, if y'all didn't know, Carter Nelson's one of six finals for the National Maxwell High School Award. Uh, so it'd be nice if he brought some hardware to Ainsworth and nice. kept it there because we know college campuses are dangerous places for important and possibly expensive items so just keep it away from campus so um but i think that'll do it many for this show what do you think okay. about your your first show sans john i know uh you honestly you you're great i think i put a lot of pressure on you stop for yes if you i i could figure some of this stuff out with the chatterfields help <laughs> we couldn't do it we couldn't do. I mean, we could do the show without the Chatterfields, but uh, it's not no, as fun. We couldn't. No, this we couldn't. This is this is I my couldn't. favorite iteration of the show. Um, we've done a lot of different versions of the Five Heart Podcast. Uh, this live version uh, with all of your input is is by far my favorite. So thank you all for tuning in. We know you have a lot of entertainment mm -hmm. options on a Thursday night. We do appreciate you spending your time here with us here at the five heart podcast. So for our uh, absent absentee landlord, Mr. John Dam Johnston, who's not here tonight for many who is I'm Greg Mahochko. This is the five heart podcast where we remind you each and every week that five hearts is all you need. Many. Thanks guys. Have a happy new year and be safe everyone. And, and go big red. Go Big Red. I can't shout that much. I got a family sleeping, but go Big Red. <laughs> <laughs>